Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. You have, I believe that with all my heart. Matthew chapter 8, verse 1. When he was come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Quickly to the book of Luke chapter 7. And it's nice starting at six, you know, it gives me an extra hour. <laughs> Luke chapter 7, verse 11. And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain, and many of his disciples went with him and much went with him and much people. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said unto her, Weep not. He came and touched, how do you pronounce this word, beer? He touched the beer, the coffin. And they that bare him stood still, and he said, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And he that was dead sat up and began to speak. And he delivered him to his mother. Preaching a message tonight with this title. The Sounds of Hope and Mercy. The Sounds of Hope and mercy. May God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Please don't sit down in your spirit. Hallelujah. I think I have an encouraging word for someone here in this place tonight. Jessica McClure Morales, born March the 26th, 1986, became famous at the age of 18 months after she fell into a well in the backyard of 3309 Tanner Drive in Midland, Texas on October 14th, 1987. Between that day and October 16th, rescuers worked for 58 hours to free Baby Jessica, as she became known worldwide, from the eight-inch-wide well casing, 22 feet below the ground. I'm sure tonight that it would be very hard for you and I to fathom the anguish, the fear, the uncertainty, and even the guilt 
that her parents must have gone through while rescuers worked around the clock to free her from that place. Rescuers recounted their actions and they spoke about how they sang to her and then she sang back to them. Don't you know that the sound of that toddler's voice singing Winnie the Pooh was a wonderful sound of hope. It was a sound of hope. This event was such a traumatic happening that one of the workers who was very closely involved in the rescue, he afterwards suffered, suffered from post-traumatic stress syndrome and ended up taking his own life. But try tonight, if you can, to wrap your mind around the wonderful surge of relief in that mother's mind when after some 58 hours of non-stop efforts, the word reached her. Jessica is free. Jessica is alive. Jessica has been rescued. Behold the sounds of mercy. Hope came wafting on the West Texas wind when someone heard that baby singing back to them. But Mercy sang her song through all of the efforts, all of the toil, all of the stress that those rescuers endured until they could finally say, baby Jessica has been rescued. Behold the sounds of hope and mercy. The leper came with worship on his lips and in his heart. And he met Jesus knowing that if Jesus turned him away, there was no more help available. Jesus was his very last hope. So he comes to Jesus with a very humble and a very needy plea. He said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. I want you to lean in now. And maybe put your hand behind your ear because I don't want you to miss this. I want you to hear the sounds of hope and mercy. They're about to be verbalized. You may need to hear these words yourself this evening. The sound of hope. Jesus said, I will. I will. That's a future tense word. I will. The sound of hope. Now, he gives him the sounds of mercy. When Jesus says three words, be thou clean. 
The sounds of hope, I will. The sound of mercy, be thou clean. Oh, thank God he gives us more than hope. I said, thank God he'll give you more than hope. Thank God he'll give you more than a word of hope. I will. I will. Yes, I will. Sure, I will. I will. He can say, oh, I will all day long. But until the need is met, mercy hadn't been sounded. The roadway is filled. The sounds of mournful cries fill the Judean morning. Walking behind the coffin is a mother dressed in funeral attire. Close friends or relatives are shouldering the lifeless remains of not just her son, but her only son. And she herself is a widow of Nain. She's already buried her husband. Now her only son is being transported to the burial plot. The deepest ocean cannot compare and it cannot match the depths of her grief and despair. I don't know about you, but I have been a close companion. I have been a close companion to those who have lost a son and I have seen firsthand the very foundations of parents' lives be all but destroyed by the loss of a child. Hopeless, you better know she feels it. You can be sure of it. She was at her wit's end with grief and loss, hurt and untold misery of mind. Hope, who can have hope at a time like this? I've lost my husband. Now I've lost my only son. While she and the fellow mourners are following the coffin that held her son out of the city, she had no, she had no way of knowing it. But coming in on the other side of town is hope incarnate. It's hope wrapped in flesh. That is hope in a fleshly form because hope is coming in to the city. I'm sure she must have heard of him before. This Jesus, I'm sure she had heard of him. She may have never laid an eye on him, but I'm sure she had heard of him. This man, Jesus, was not some lofty-minded Pride-filled, do-gooder. That's a good old Mississippi word. He was not some kind of a do-gooder. I'll tell you what this Jesus was, though. He was a good doer. He was a compassionate and loving, good doer. The word of the Lord says, in fact, that everywhere he went, he was doing good everywhere he went he was doing good and they met hopelessness and hope incarnate met in the middle of the road and he stopped and he looked at her and he said some things to her when he spoke to her he just said woman weep not to 
two words that mother heard gave her hope. Two words gave her hope. Weep not. Weep not. Then the Bible says that he reached out and he touched the coffin. And when he touched the coffin, he said seven words of mercy to that mother. I said he said seven words of mercy to that mother that somehow sliced through the wood grain of that coffin and it somehow penetrated the ears of the deceased. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Are you still with me? Hope I didn't sing too long. I am convinced tonight that the dead boy didn't hear the words of hope that Jesus spoke to the mother. He didn't need hope. Those words weren't for him. They were for mama. She was the one that had run out of hope. She was the one that was living at the at the dead end of unmercifulness. She was one that was living at the dead end of I'll never make it. I don't know how it's ever going to turn out for me now. She was living on a dead end street cause hopelessness. But I want to tell you something. What I believe, I believe mama heard the words of mercy that fell from the lips of Jesus that day because she needed hope and mercy. I said she needed hope and mercy if she was going to be able to go on in life. Behold the sounds of hope and mercy. And when the seven words of mercy flew from the master's lips, all of a sudden, the power of death was neutralized and the power of life was energized and the boy sat up and he began to speak. Oh, the power, oh, the power of the sounds of hope and mercy. Glory. Thank God for hope. Thank God for mercy. Thank God for hope. Thank God for mercy. The sounds of rocks falling to the ground from the men's hands who held them. What is that sound? What is that sound? Is it not the sound of hope? I said, is it not the sounds of hope for one hopeless woman? The sounds of mercy come forth in the form of five words this time. When Jesus said, neither do I Condemn thee. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She stood there with her eyes closed tightly. No doubt her fists were clenched. No doubt she was drawn up. 
knowing that in one moment's time, the, the rocks would start falling. The rocks would start coming. First one, and then another, and then another, and then another, until she could no longer stand. Until she could no longer stand up underneath the weight of those rocks that were bashing her life completely out of her. She stood waiting with her eyes closed, no doubt. What she did not see, what she did not know was that while she was standing waiting, Jesus was on the ground. He was once again working in the dirt. You didn't hear me. I said he was once again working in the dirt. God loves to work in the dirt. I said God loves to work in the dirt. Now I feel a preacher. I feel a little preacher moving around in here. God loves to work in the dirt. Hey, brother, the Bible said he spoke and said, let there be light. And there was light. God spoke and, and all of creation was formed. Did he not? With his word, he created it. But when he came to man, he said, I'm gonna do more than just talk. Well, could I say it like this? Talk's cheap. Hallelujah. I got somebody I got to make. A tree is a tree is a tree is a tree. Hallelujah. A bird is a bird is a bird is a bird. But what I'm fixing to do is going to take my hands. And he started putting it together. He started working it out. He started forming. The Bible said in Genesis 2, 7, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground. Hallelujah. And then he, then he, then he, he breathed into man and man became a living soul. Well, hallelujah, y'all done messed me up now. The disciples were on the boat in the middle of Galilee. And Jesus said, and sent a storm on the Sea of Galilee. And he did it all because he wanted to be able to get on the boat and say, peace be still. Huh? It was just another way he could get a little glory. It was just another way that he could get the disciples to realize who he was. Well, 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 hallelujah. God breathed. On the day of Pentecost, God exhaled. I said on the day of Pentecost, God exhaled. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rush, as of a, as of a, as of a what? As of a what? A rushing mighty wind. God exhale. Every time God exhales, something good happens. I said every time God exhales, something good happens. Oh, hallelujah. But you know what? If you're gonna breathe, sometimes you gotta inhale. I said you can't just exhale all the time, you gotta inhale too. Hey, look, folks, it won't be long till Jesus inhales. And when Jesus inhales, all of gravity is going to break free. 
everything that's been holding you down is gonna finally have to let go. Because see, when Jesus inhales, up from the ground, up from the ground, come on, up from the ground, give me five, hallelujah. Up from the ground, the saints will rise. You know why that's gonna happen? Because God loves to work in dirt. He loves to work in dirt. He created you out of dirt. Quit thinking you somebody. You're just a mud ball, hallelujah. But the good part about it is you got God's breath in your mud ball. Ooh, hallelujah. He's gonna inhale and take the church out of here. But that day, that day he was on the ground. He was on the ground one more time. Had that holy finger. He had that holy finger and he began to write. He began to write. He began to write. And all the time she's over here and she's... And he's writing. And all of a sudden she hears something. Kaplunk and hits the ground. And then crack, it hits the ground. And then something else hits the ground. She don't know what it is. She's afraid to open her eyes. She's afraid to open her eyes. But finally, finally, Jesus gets through writing. He raises up and he looks at the woman. And he said, woman, where are thine accusers? And she said, I have none. And she looks around. Oh, now I know where the noise came from. I know, I, know where the, I know where the racket came from. That's the sound of hope. The sound of hope. The sound of hope. The sound of hope is rocks falling to the ground. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hang on, child. Hang on, sister. Hang on, brother. The devil's gonna have to drop the rocks. He's gonna have to drop the rocks because there's a God on the scene. There's a master on the scene. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus' name. The sound of mercy was heard next when Jesus looked at her and said, where art thine accusers? She said, I have not any and the most beautiful, the most wonderful sounds that this woman had ever heard came flowing out of lips that had spoke the worlds into existence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said they come forth from lips that had spoke the worlds into existence when Jesus said, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. So I beg you tonight, I beg you tonight to pay close attention. Pay close, close attention because the master is speaking to you today. What you hear from him are not words of condemnation. I'm gonna preach for just a second, okay? Don't mean to make you mad, but I'm gonna preach for just a second. You hear condemning words from pharisaical saints. Hallelujah. The words she heard were not words of condemnation. Jesus himself said, I came not to condemn this world, but that the world through me might be saved. You're not hearing words of defeat, words of despair. 
Not from him. Well, I wish I could help you. Wish I could do something for you. I feel your pain. Uh, I feel your pain. No, no. He whispers sweet peace to me. He whispers sweet peace to me. When I am cast down in spirit and soul, he whispers sweet peace to me. David said in Psalms 119-103, how sweet are thy words unto my taste. I want you to look at that scripture on, on the wall, on the board up here. Look at it. Is, there a, is that a question mark at the end of that? He's not asking a question. He's making an exclamatory sentence. It was a sentence that should be made with force and excitement and exuberance. How sweet are thy words unto my taste. Yay, let me answer my own question. Sweeter than honey to my mouth. There's nothing sweeter. There's nothing sweeter to a person in sin than neither do I condemn thee. There's nothing sweeter to a person in need than I will be thou clean. Listen to him again in Psalms 119, 114. Thou art my hiding place and my shield. I hope, I hope in thy words. The sounds of hope and mercy. Hope says I will. Mercy says be thou clean. Hope says weep not. Mercy says young man say, I say unto thee arise. Hope says, where are thine accusers? Mercy says, neither do I condemn thee. Oh, glory. Not too far from here, down around Madisonville, Kentucky, Dawson Springs, Kentucky, there was a little preacher that used to live down there that wrote and sung a lot of gospel songs. His name was Joe Hatfield. Little Joe Hatfield. Little Joe Hatfield wrote a song, probably his most notable one of all, was mercy, mercy, God's loving mercy that saved both you, you and me. If we had gotten justice, we would surely be lost, but we found mercy when we knelt at the cross. He wrote in a verse, I was a sinner just struggling along when God's great hand of mercy reached down from heaven's throne and there at that old altar I bowed so depressed but God gave me mercy when my sins I confessed. Behold the sounds of hope and mercy. Would you stand please? Do you need hope tonight? Are you looking at hopeless situations? There's a word of hope here for you. Do you need mercy tonight? 
There's a loving hand of mercy reaching down to touch you at the very point of your need. His door is open. The mercy seat is available. Oh, I wish I had time to preach about mercy and truth meeting together and righteousness and peace kissing each other and truth springing out of the earth. That's always a good sermon. It's always a good message. Mercy had been hidden behind the heavy veil for all those years, all those generations. Truth had always been presented through the law. The law. But when Jesus came, he was the bridge. I said when Jesus came, he was the bridge between truth and mercy. Not to separate them, but to bring them together. A lot of folks want mercy only and no truth. There are those others who want truth but no mercy. But Jesus came to bring a bridge, be a bridge between hope or truth and mercy. Mercy hidden behind the heavy veil downtown in the temple. But when Jesus gave his life, when he breathed his last breath, the Bible says it like this, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from top to bottom. It was a God thing, ladies and gentlemen. I said that was a God thing. It was rent from top to bottom. Hallelujah. And let, just let me use my imagination. Hanging outside of town on the hill called Mount Calvary is Jesus Christ, the personification of truth and mercy. Mercy sprang up off of that mercy seat and she made her way to Calvary. And where she, when she got there, mercy and truth Jesus had said it already. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Mercy and truth met together at Calvary. Righteousness, the law, and peace. Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, met together, and they kissed each other. And when that happened, truth sprang out of the earth. And now the mercy seat is available. The door is open. So the old song of the church says, come to the fountain so rich and so sweet. Cast thy poor soul at the Savior's feet. Plunge in today and be made complete. Glory. Somebody say glory. To his name. Oh, thank the Lord for hope and mercy. Oh, bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. Are you happy for it? Are you thankful about it? Are you thankful for his grace? Are you thankful for his hope? Are you thankful for his mercy? Give him glory right now in the house of the Lord. Come on, give him glory. God's done some things in your life. God's, God has done some things in your life that you know without a shadow of a doubt that if it had not been for God, if it had not been for him, the work would never have been done. The miracle would have never happened. The answer would never have come. It had to have been God. I said it had to have been God. Thank God for the sounds of hope and mercy. May God bless you this evening. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the username FACMC. Again, that's F-A-C-M-C. Thank you and have a blessed day.